salt and light. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Bonnie. And this is Janice. And so today, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody to please go follow us on Instagram if you have not already. Um, it is Salt and Light Podcast with an S at the end. And also we have an email, which is saltandlight1111 at gmail.com. Um, and we're actually recording this early in the morning today. Yeah. Um, and it is freezing over here. I know it's like 17 degrees. What's the degrees yeah. over there, Janice? I don't know, but it feels like negative too. But I'm not, I'm not even sure. But it's very, very cold. Yeah, it's it's freezing. It's freezing over here. So trying to stay warm, drinking mm-hmm. coffee. Um, just hope that this topic is going to be a blessing for you guys. Um, I know it is for us. And, you know, as we continue our walk with Christ, we just also want to remind you guys again that no matter what we end up talking about, uh, for you guys to just please read the word for your own sake, for your own relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. um, and just do your research, you know, again, just don't listen to what we have to say. I mean, yes, we are trying to help and, but also we're still growing. So we just wanted to remind you guys to just always look things up for yourself and read for yourself mm-hmm. and pray about it as well, you know, because we're not perfect. Um, we're still figuring things out on our own. So um, I mean, but just we want know, to throw that out there before stuff, we know some stuff, Bonnie. We know some stuff. We know. Oh some yeah, stuff. we do. We it's know. Just, I think Bonnie, well, we just don't want. Yeah, just don't become dependent yeah. on somebody telling you right. something without looking it up yes. yourself. I think that's what you're trying to say. Like, you exactly. know, don't just go off. Oh, that person said, oh, this is the scripture and this is what it says. Okay, I'm just going right. to take it. No, look at the word mm-hmm. and read it and make sure that whoever you're listening to, not only us, whoever you're listening to, that they're biblically sound, you know, that they're preaching from the word exactly. of God. So, Right. Yeah. So we just want to get into today's topic. Um, it's going to be about obedience. Mm-hmm. And the, t- the title that we've decided to call it is good is the enemy of the best, which I think that's interesting. I've never heard of that saying before. Janice actually brought it up because she said that you're my father. Dad. Yeah, he had this old man friend named Brother Ford. And he mm-hmm. he actually he had a lot of cool sayings and different sayings um, that wow. my father remembers. So, you know, good is the enemy of the best. And this kind of has come up within our family. If you listen to our last podcast um, or our last episode, what was the title of it, Bonnie? I don't even remember what the title unity. was. Unity. The power it was about of unity. unity. Yes, the yes. power of unity. We talk about, you know, we've recently had, um, I don't want to call it a tragedy because it's actually been a blessing, um, but our mm-hmm. uncle was diagnosed with... Uh, Brain cancer. brain cancer i think it's called glistoma glisto it's like this long name glistobelia or yeah. something like that it's one of the most aggressive one of the worst forms of brain cancers that you can ever have and um yeah you know our family for going on 18 years now has been split and just a reminder me and bonnie we grew up in church or our grandfather and grandmother they were pastors we you know there's a church that my father's a pastor now of um in the bronx new york um, and so we've been separated and because of the separation from the brothers, so my father, Bonnie's father and the other brothers and one sister, um, it caused the mm-hmm. whole family to separate. So not just the brothers, but it trickled down to the cousins, 
So me, Bonnie, yes. and all of our cousins, we have a really big family on our father's side. Um, and then to this, to the other generation, <clears throat> you know, those who have kids like Bonnie's kids and our other cousins' kids. kids. I don't have no kids, not yet. Thank God. But not thank God. I, <laughs> I was going to say, no, not thank God. God. It's just I have three dogs that right now, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it was a trickle down effect that we allowed our pride yeah. and arrogance and maybe jealousies or bitterness anger to get in the way yeah. so through this you know our uncle's you know diagnosis uh, we actually have been coming together and you know praying together whether on zoom now we also meet uh once a week on sundays and just have our own little service and you know praying together and just you know coming <clears throat> you know coming to repentance too because and we're going to talk about it with obedience. You know, a lot of the times, like, we're not obedient because we're not humble before God. You know, we want to do things mm-hmm. our way. Our fleshly desires. Right. And yeah. so um, so the update on the family situation, really quick. Um, you know, our uncle, they, the first surgeon said, you know, it was inoperable. They could not operate because the tumor was so deep um, in, his, in his head, in his brain. They couldn't, Mm -hmm. that they couldn't operate. Um, But thank God, you know, through different methods, we have our cousin's wife. She's a nurse and she knew of somebody, you know, shout out to Wanda. Wanda's listening. Um, (laughs) You know, she she knew of somebody and, you know, got a consultation with one of the top surgeons. I mean, he was like, well, I'm Dr. Oz. He he has like different different publications. Yeah, magazines. Um, and she got a consultation like right away as soon as, you know, he saw our uncle, he was like, no, I, I, you know, I will operate and probably get out 90% of it because it was, it was big. You've seen the picture, right? Yeah. It's pretty big. Tumor. Yep. So they said it's like a size of an orange. Imagine something, a size of an orange. And it was just going to obviously grow bigger. Right. And even the pictures, the Mm -hmm. MRI, it showed like the tumor pressing. Did you see that? Did you notice it was like pressing on the left side? It was like yeah it was like just like crazy like to have something like that in your mind so this guy was like yes i can operate and i probably could get up 90 percent you know and which that's like a miracle on its own right right like to get it because Mm -hmm. chemo and radiation is not gonna shrink it all the way to dust you know because it's so big it's only so much so you know that was a blessing and then he was like we'll do it this week like with literally within a couple of days which never happens um, exactly. I've worked at Mount Sinai <laughs> in New York, and I know that it can take a really long time just to schedule something. But you know, when the hand of God is on something, yes. you know, um, there's nothing that he moves. He moves. He moves on your behalf. So, yeah. our uncle, yeah. he had the surgery on Thursday. Thank God. You know, we were all praying. We we're fasting uh, for yes. like that whole that whole time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. thank God he got up. He got a little bit more than 90 percent, a little bit right. more than 90 percent of the tumor. Right. And he's recovering now. Um, so, you know, and and on obedience, you know, mm-hmm. this is happening. We know that there's some things that are in the physical. Right. Like Bonnie, you always. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not spiritual, like we always you know, or like I always like to say too, my dad always says, you know, not everything is spiritual. Like, yes, we live in this physical world. We are physical human beings. Mm -hmm. We have nature, things just come up or we do make our bad decisions, you know, stuff like that. But 
there is a spiritual battle and God is real and the enemy is real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that spiritual battle and when we fall into, like we were saying, disobedience, there are things that come with that. Yeah. And so we we know that this is a spiritual thing. So, so first off, we don't have any cancer in our family. Even uh-huh. not even brain, like no cancer. And then brain cancer has to be like probably one of the worst. Right. Because it affects everything like your mind yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, We don't have cancer that runs in our family. And, you know, it's been confirmed many times that, you know, through different people, you know, and you always have to test the spirits. That should probably be another topic too, testing the spirits. Another topic. Um, but, <laughs> you know, through different people and just us, the family, knowing, like feeling it in our spirit that this is happening to draw not only our uncle to God, um, but also to bring back the family together, you know, to have unity, like, like we spoke about. And so, you know, basically it's like God is, is, you know, a placing judgment awesome. on our family. Right. And because yeah. of he let us go, what, 18 years being separated. 18 plus years, I would mm-hmm. Right. Doing our own thing. And, um, and now it's kind of like, you know, God has his point too, where he's like, okay, that's enough. Right. Because we have to remember right. like God is a God of mercy. He's a God of love, but he's also a God of yes. judgment. Like you don't right. want to play around. Okay. No. <laughs> like even if you just read the old Testament, God, you know, right. the things that, you know, he's a, he's a God of judgment. He can be a, a God of wrath. Oh yeah. You know, so. And that's what disobedience cause, uh, causes, you know, the mm-hmm. wrath of God. Yes, exactly. You know? Disobedience yeah. is what causes that when we're not listening to him, when we're not following him. Um, so do you want to talk about the example of Jonah? We're just going to give a, a quick example. And I think you have some other examples too. Of people who were obedient yeah, yeah. In, the, in the Bible. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, really quick, I just want to, you know, say that just like what Janice was saying, piggyback off of that, that God takes obedience, you know, very seriously. Um, and we should too. And to obey God is to submit mm-hmm. um, because of our faith that we have in him. Um, so our trust in him or your trust in him should cause you to obey Christ because you know that faithfully he knows all things, you know, he knows the past, present, and the future. Um, so we should, you know, with our best, we should put our faith in him and our trust in him. And with that, we should obey him because when he tells us to do something, even though our flesh fights against it, cause I know I fight against it. My flesh fights against mm-hmm. it. Um, and we may wrestle with God, but at the end, he knows all he knows best um the good the bad and the ugly and we see the faithfulness of god through our obedience as well mm-hmm. you know because he has promises for us mm-hmm. um and like in john chapter 14 verse 15 you know jesus says that if you um if you love me then you will keep my commandments mm-hmm. um he talks about it all throughout the bible and i know janice has other verses um mm-hmm. that we'll talk about as well but some of the stories in the bible that talk about obedience. Um, I have a few Jonah and the whale, mm-hmm. you know, the book, of Jonah, how, you know, he, um, he was disobedient and we'll connect that as well. But after being disobedient, um, he did, he was, he was obedient. He did go to Nineveh to talk to the people that God had told him to, um, but his consequence have Moses. for being disobedient, yeah. you know, was being right. swallowed by the fish. Being thrown overboard 
and being swallowed by the fish, you know, for right. a, for a couple <laughs> days. Like, like got thrown overboard. He got thrown. <laughs> he got thrown overboard. They were. I, I just imagine them like heave ho and just like taking by him shirt, just right. throwing him into the water. <laughs> but right. But it was because too, like he mm-hmm. was trying to run from God. Like I told him to go to Nineveh, yeah. right? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, let me just take a boat the opposite way. Like, what are you thinking? Are you trying to run yeah. from God? You don't know that he's everywhere. Right. Right. But you know what? And like we spoke about this before in one of our other episodes, you know, I don't blame Jonah for being afraid yeah. to go to Nineveh. I mean, that was a really bad place to go. I would probably be scared too. Yeah. I'd probably try to fight God too. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Send somebody else mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but yeah, he was disobedient. Um, we have uh for disobedient in the Bible, we have Samson, mm. you know. Um, he did end up doing at, at the end what he came to do but he did end up dying yeah. you know and and maybe he didn't have to die right. at that point but he you know he did because he allowed his secret or you know to come out or his vow to come out and mm-hmm. you know if you read the story they there and all this stuff and mm-hmm. we have Adam and Eve you know they were exiled from paradise i mean that was number 1 Adam and Eve mm-hmm. you know, disobedience we got Lot's wife that she turned to a pillar of salt yeah I said don't look back um we got the israelites mm-hmm. you know that they they didn't have to wander in the in the wilderness for 40 years. They, they, they were did. disobedient even after those 40. Like, they were just, like, consistently, if you read the yeah. Old Testament. They yeah. were just consistent. They, were, they, were they would make, uh, uh, you know, what, the, the, the golden statues, statues and, and yeah. praise of God and everything like that. No matter what God showed them. They were sacrificing their babies to these gods. Yeah. Crazy yeah. stuff. They, they really, I know. We got uh, Cain and Abel. Oh, uh, yeah. Cain Cain ended up going to the land of uh, Nod, where he was exiled by God after killing his own brother Abel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, we already spoke about him, Jonah. Mm-hmm. You know that he was disobedient. He got swallowed by the fish, and there's many more. Mm-hmm. Um, these are just a few. And if you guys want to go into the Word and read these stories yourself, mm-hmm. you know, then do that. We don't want to go through it all because we'll just be on here forever. But we just wanted to give you some examples. Even uh, like people in the- that's like disobedience, right? Like that's mostly like disobedience. But like, yeah, these are all disobedient. Mm-hmm. But for obedient, like some examples is I think you mentioned yesterday, like Esther. I have, yep. Again, I do have Jonah for obedient because at the end he did end up obeying. Um, I have uh, Moses. You know, he set the Israelites free, and that wasn't easy for him as well. Yeah. You know, uh, Abraham when God told Abraham to leave his land you know that's not easy either or even when he told abraham to sacrifice his only son or his you know that's his promised son right and again god stopped him but he just i guess god wanted to see and again we're not saying to do this please people don't you know but this this is in the bible this is you know (laughs) this Uh is enough time um but yeah so abraham um you know esther you know that wasn't easy either again if you guys want to go and read that story it's a great story but her people. that was easy yes save her people and, and the fact that she had to that you know she went to the king and at that time in order to go to the king you had to like ask permission you know she prayed before she fasted for three days that's why it's called the esther fast uh fasted for three days i believe the people did fast for three days as well you know on her behalf and she ended up going permission that she needed and all this stuff but anyway god's favor was on her um, but she ended up saving her people mm-hmm. that wasn't easy uh we got noah 
mm-hmm. you know, Noah, God told him to build this ark. And, uh, you know, because there was going to be a great wipeout, God was going to send a great flood. And of course, that wasn't easy for him either, because, you know, throughout that time, I'm sure that he probably doubted um, because it took how many years? I mean, my gosh, a long Didn't they time. Say, I, I don't even know how many years, honestly. I want to say if I'm not wrong, I would have to double check, but I don't want to throw out wrong facts. But I want to okay. say it was it was a Let's good amount was, of years. Let's just one. say that. It was more than one or two. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like years and years and years and years yeah. um but so he you know to build that ark and people throughout that time you know were mocking him they were calling him crazy stupid you know oh my god mm-hmm. you know there's nothing coming but he still obeyed mm-hmm. he still did. and look at the end he got saved his family got saved yeah even some animals got saved you know one of each kind yeah. of animal got saved mm-hmm. um and, and god saved them when everybody else died so through that obedience no matter you know, again, maybe he he had his doubts. People were mocking him. People were calling him crazy, but he still obeyed God. And through that mm-hmm. obedience, he got saved in his family. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, I just it just came to my mind. More mm-hmm. than not, when you're obedient to God, it's not just for your benefit. You know? Yes. It's it's for the yes. benefit of people around That's you. So true. It's people That's around so you. True. It could be family members, it could be friends, and it's also for people you don't even know yet right that's so true right like it so it's like it's bigger than you it's not just about okay yeah your spiritual walk is gonna grow with god and your trust in god is gonna grow as well but it's not it's not just about you it's about other people you know that you will know that you do know now that's so true that is so true because it's it's just like what you said it's not it's like again let's say Noah, you know, it wasn't just for him. Yes, for him, but it also saved his family, right? And yeah, if we look at the the same examples that you gave, um, it's all it, it was for other people too. It wasn't just it was like saving, you know, like Esther saving the nation, you know, the the right. the Jewish population, right. the Israelites. So, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we have one other scripture that we both actually had from Isaiah one nineteen to twenty. And the, it's basically mm-hmm. saying in this one verse, like what happens when you're obedient, what happens when you're disobedient. So it says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the best of the lo- the land, eat the best of the land. Mm-hmm. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword for the mouth of mm-hmm. the Lord has spoken. So it's saying, wow. you know, if you are humble, because it says willing, so you have to humble yourself, right, <laughs> to, to under the hand right. of, of, of God. And if you're obedient, you shall have the best. You, you'll have right. the best. But right. if you refuse, then you're going to be devoured by the sword. So that means that consequences, something's going to come upon you, you know, when you're not obedient. And for some reason, the last sentence uh, scares me the most. I don't, I don't know why when I was reading it. it said, devoured by the sword? No, no. It says, for <laughs> the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Like I, it, I just oh. pictured in my mouth, ma- like my mind, like, like God, like the mouth of the Lord has spoken, like, okay, like, that's it. Like, this is what's going to happen. I'm not going back that's on my it. word. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I don't know why God, that one got me shook. Right. <laughs> well, because, you know, God, we have to have fear of God, not, yeah. not on health fear, you know, not, oh, God is going to strike me down mm-hmm. every time I do something. It's a reverence. You know? Right. A right. It's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's yes, it's a respect. It's an understanding that again, it's like what uh, I believe you said in the beginning that, you know, and of course it says it in the word that God has his mercy. God loves you. God loves you. He does not like your sin, but he loves you and he's willing to forgive you. He's willing, you know, he has, he's willing to have that mercy on you. He has mercy on us. Trust me, because he could have thrown this whole world into the pit of fire a long time ago okay so he has his mercy and he and he he's slow to anger Mm -hmm. he holds back on a lot of things that he could do Mm -hmm. Uh, he could just say the word and we would all be dust yeah so he has mercy but you know he gives us grace as well but again we shouldn't abuse that yeah we shouldn't there's there's a certain point that god like is like what Jana said that okay that's it enough mm-hmm. is enough i've been telling you for a year two years three years, years whatever for our family 18 years, years telling you and you continue that's it like yeah now it's gonna, nobody's listening okay now that means i gotta okay yep and that's what i'm gonna do and you know even um, with so- consequences even when mm-hmm. we do have the consequences, like God is still so good to us that even when he punishes us, he still like everything so still works together for good for those who love him. Right. Like for even God. when he brings us to that humble place, even when we turn when we turn away and repent for our stubbornness right. and our pride and, and everything like he still works everything out for good. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing? That- that's amazing that's like what i'm we, saying like, like we he... get punished but then it's like for our own good anyway and so right the consequence actually turns into the blessing yes it's crazy. and at the time when we're going through something mm-hmm. we may not obviously we may not understand it um or we may even get angry with god like god oh, man why am i going through this you know this and that but at the end of it all we're actually thankful yeah that we've gone through because through that, you know, like it, like it says, you know, in the word of God, like your faith, you know, grows through the trials. That's how, that's how your walk grows with God is when you go through trials. Not when everything's good. Yes, it's great. But yeah. when you go through trials and, and, and you get tested and your trust and it, it grows. So at that time, when you're going through it, of course, we don't like it. But afterwards we look back and we're like, man, you know what? If I didn't go through that, mm-hmm. I would not be where I'm at today yeah. or I wouldn't be mature in my work with god yeah and i wouldn't be able to be used by god mm-hmm. other people yeah because i didn't do anything yeah and so like mm-hmm. before we get into our own personal examples that uh we have uh from mm-hmm. when we had to be obedient which we were slow to be obedient okay <laughs> um i just wanted to mention like a couple things that i thought of like the benefits of being obedient mm-hmm. um so we have peace right we have peace we have favor god's favor we have his protection we're pleasing god that's important yes um spiritual maturity you know so that it's like increased like what bonnie was saying increased trust and um you know in our in our or obedience i'm like ugh my my tongue just like went crazy (laughs) (laughs) We're closer. Like, I'm gonna I'm I'm twist your tongue around, <laughs> right? <and stuff. laughs> closer in our relationship with God, mm-hmm. um, and some some uh, consequences of being disobedient or not obedient. Separation from God, not mm-hmm. growing spiritually, not showing you know that you trust in God and His plans for you, right? So I mean, those are just a couple. The things. blessings to go right over you, like the the. Mm-hmm. Whatever God has for you, 
will go right over you and they'll go mm-hmm. on to somebody somebody else to listen mm-hmm. yeah somebody else who's willing so right. honey, you want to give your example first or your recent example or <laughs> yeah um yeah so story my recent time. example I Okay. Yeah, story time. Yeah, you know what? We should have a segment called Story Time in our podcast. That'll be story funny. time with Bon and, and Jan. Yeah. Sitting down by the chair. Yeah, you know, with the fire. Your... Would like to be your neighbor, you know? <laughs> with the sweater. With the sweater. We got the sweater. Oh, um, God. <laughs> so um, but no, um, so I you know, my husband and I we had like a recent just disagreement. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when Two people disagree, you know, they each think that they're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if, uh, even though I, in my case, even though I thought I was right, he thought he was right, whatever the case. But for me to first, for me to, you know, um, how do you say, you know, break the ice for me to, even though, like, you know, when you're upset, is like, you don't want to. When you're hurt you know yeah you don't want to go to the person you know and everything like that and yeah but anyway so i kind of wrestled with that there for like a few days you know mm-hmm. <laughs> no i don't want to say nothing yeah um but you know if we're gonna be again obedient and grow in grace well um, i remember bonnie yeah. you saying but why i gotta always be the one yeah you know like why i always gotta be the one yeah like, why we always if have you to- are right it's kind of like, right. you know, and, and, you know, we've heard this before, like, whoever's the most spiritual is going to be the one who apologizes first because you have, you have the Holy Spirit, you know, right. so you right. know what to do. And even though you may have been right, it's like, you still mm-hmm. got to be the one and it's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's really like, annoying. It's not fair. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, it's not fair, yeah. but. It's not about fair and not fair. It's, like we throw tantrums. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about keeping the peace and not giving the enemy uh, a foothold. A foothold, a foothold right? In your yep. life. And you, and you, it's kind of like Jonah, you know, how he tried to run away from it. He tried to, you know, wrestle with God, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've done that throughout my life, you know, at times that God has maybe told me to do something or whatever. And, or even just like talking to somebody in the street, you know, that, that's been another struggle of mine sometimes. Like I've done it, but then there's been other times where he'll tell me to go talk to somebody, a random person, a stranger in the street. And I, I kind of like, you know, kind of wrestle with that because I'm like, oh my God, this person's probably going to think I'm nuts, yeah. you know, or they're going to like curse me out or something like that. But every time that I've listened, um, I've felt like, 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 happy like great you know like joyful that i obey god and not even that but also bless that other person mm-hmm. um so i've had plenty of experiences and I'm, I'm sure i'm gonna continue to have plenty of experiences because it's like what janice had mentioned to me before that um with obedience like i kind of had delayed yeah obedience because mm-hmm. i didn't do it right away but when god was putting it in my heart just you know just 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 say you know whatever just talk you know I didn't do it right away because I was fighting it and my flesh was like, no, 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 you know, mm-hmm. but I had to, leave. But I, I know that God wants to take me to a place and everybody else to a place where we're just going to obey right away. When God tells us to move mm-hmm. for us to move. Yeah. Not really. Cause and then once our thoughts start to come in our mind, once we start to 
justify things or battle with things or who's right, who's wrong, but I didn't say this and I didn't do whatever. Then we start to kind of, again, wrestle with God. We have delayed obedience. Mm-hmm. And then that could also come along situations that maybe don't even have to be a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and we allow the enemy to, to, again, have a foothold in our life. Um, and and God tells us this, this just came to my mind, not for our convenience, but it's for our good. Because God knows that if we live like that, if we live in disobedience, if we live in anger, if we live in resentment and all these things, then it is going to give the enemy foothold to our life. So in order for our believers and windows spiritually to be closed, we need to obey God because through that, the enemy is not going to really have a chance there. He may try, but he's not going to have a team because we're obeying God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had a just a quick example too. Because um, it's easy to say, like, we could be here, be like, yes, guys, be obedient right away. You know, go but apologize to that person. Right. And it's easy to, you know, because we all, you know, a lot of us know what the word says. We know what the Bible says. But it's mm-hmm. actually doing it. That's when mm-hmm. things come into play. That's when it, it goes to show, like, are you going to do it or not? Are you going to follow the word yeah. or are you going to still do what you want? You can know scripture. You could know all of it. You could have the whole Bible right. memorized. That don't mean nothing. Right. If you're not actually doing it, you're not, you're not living by it. You know, you're not right. showing any fruit. So my quick example is, um, uh, I got a big mouth, right? I think we all know. <laughs> Story time. She had Story to whisper time. Yeah, I, I have a, a big mouth. I'm easily, and you know, God is working with me in this. I'm easily offended. You know, I'm easily offended. Right. I'm quick to talk. You know, it literally says something like the the person who's like it quick says, to talk, they're a fool. I'm a fool. Right. Right. You know, the, you know, I'm quick to hear, no, quick to listen, slow to, to, to talk, something like that it says in the, in yeah. the word. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm quick to talk. I don't think about what I'm going to say before I say it. So, you know, and I may have a real point, right? I may mm-hmm. be accurate in what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. since I come out so harsh and hostile and angry, mm-hmm. that point yeah. never comes across correctly, you know? Right. Um, it's your deliverance with it. Yeah, so it's my deliverance. It's like how I say it. And it's also, you know, when I say it, I have bad timing too. My father tell me all the time, you got bad timing. Like, like somebody could just get fired from their job, right? Like two seconds ago. And I'll be like, yeah, but what you did, you know, like, oh, you probably, yeah, I don't know. You probably deserve that. You know, like I have horrible, horrible time, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think it says in the word too, like, uh, a word, something about a word in, in due season or, or in due time or something, you know, like having something to say, but at the right time, you know, at the right time, I having still. that wisdom, mm-hmm. which I pray for right. wisdom every day because I got, you know, <laughs> I need it. But so I kind of, you know, I had a point about what I was trying to say. It was actually to my cousin, um, yeah, to our cousin, to our cousin, mm-hmm. but you know, I said it first of all in the wrong time and in the wrong place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in the wrong way (laughs) and um and and this was like you know and i i you know i i was nasty and i 
I'm sure I offended him and his family and um and I didn't care at that point honestly because yeah. I felt hurt I was mm. hurt you know mm-hmm. I was hurt about different things about the family and this was before like the family came together this was months and months ago you know so I was right. still holding on to that hurt to that pain um mm. and so it came out like terribly and so fast forward I think fast forward to like a couple months probably after that when you know god was showing me about i'm arrogant and proud and he was just showing me a lot of things about myself i remember all of a sudden one day i just started feeling to apologize to him to ask for forgiveness Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i was like no i brushed it off the first day right and i'm like okay no (laughs) and then it kept coming up and it just kept coming up like in just random times and it was just like just email him ask him for forgiveness and i'm like but why but why? I was right. I felt like I was right. Maybe yeah. I was right. I, yeah, maybe I didn't say it in the right way, but no, just ask for forgiveness. And I remember not even telling body. It was like three days. Like it was just nagging yeah. me, nagging me, nagging me. And who knows? I'm sure people know, like the Holy Spirit, when he's trying to get your attention, God is trying to get oh. your attention. It's like a nag. Yes, you he does not it. stop. And that's how you and that's how you know yeah. it's the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the ways like he'll 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 constantly um, remind you. Know, you. God will constantly repeat Himself. He will mm-hmm. repeat Himself, and He will constantly tell you until until you do you, it. You do it until you yeah. do it. And so it was like th- day three, and I finally <sighs> and I didn't tell Bonnie. Usually, and I was talking to Bonnie during this time, but I'm like, no. If I tell her, she'd be like, yeah, that's good. Go email. And I'm <laughs> like, nah, I don't want to do that because I already she didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. it. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to hear it. But then finally on day three, I'm like you know what god is telling me this for a reason he's telling Mm -hmm. me for healing for myself as well as possibly for my cousin you know yeah um and also not to have that bitterness that strife that strife in the family because we already we were already separated at that point this family Mm -hmm. and it's just like adding something else yeah you know to keep us apart and so mm-hmm. where the separation was mostly with the brothers, our uncles, um, mm-hmm. then the separation will begin with the cousins, right? Like with the cousins. With th- and then we were just going to keep on going down the line, you know? To the generation, the next generation. Right. And the generation after that. Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, God, if it's, you know, if it's you, you know, um, obviously you put this in my heart and let me just write an email. And I wrote this long and it just came out. It just all came out you know, just came pouring out, which I knew too, you know, that was from God because I wasn't even stuck on that one line, you know, it was just wow. writing and asking for forgiveness and, you know, explaining, you know, like how I felt. And, you know, he wrote back and, you know, he was like, you know, absolutely. At, at first I was like, oh, he's probably not going to write back. He's probably going to be like, I don't care. You know, you, you're a brat or whatever. Right. <laughs> he wrote back and he was like, you know, absolutely. I forgive you. He was very gracious um, and it mm. all turned out to really be a misunderstanding, you know? Right. And that's how it usually is, though, mm-hmm. right? With a lot of things. We kind of always misunderstand. Even, even too, recently, another item in Cut You Off, uh-huh. that this just came to my head. Even when I told you about one of my aunts, you know, that we, I felt that she was oh, yeah. coming at me a certain way. She felt I was coming at her a certain way. And when it was this all was just text yesterday. Message, Hot off the press. Yeah, people. yeah. Right. And it was all miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened too. Like sometimes we just, even, even, you know, um, 
just with other things, you know, um, even in my marriage to whatever, like, sometimes it's just miscommunication or the same thing. Sometimes I feel like, uh, oh, he said it like this and, you know, and then he's like, no, I felt like you said it like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the back and forth and we just misunderstand each other and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, I didn't mean it like this. Well, I didn't mean it like this and you took it like this. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and you know, and, and actually this just came to my mind too. Mm-hmm. No, I completely just cut you off, but this it's just okay. came to my mind. Guys, whoever's still on, because we're already at 45 minutes, whoever's <laughs> still on. <laughs> we try to cut it short, guys, but it's just hard sometimes um, because we just keep talking. Mm-hmm. But uh, whoever's still listening, if you guys want to go check out, it's an older movie. My father told me about it. I know Janice's dad has watched it. Probably everybody has watched it, all of our uncles. It's an older movie, and it's called Needful things mm-hmm. needful things like how you need something needful things mm-hmm. it's a movie, but it's a great um example mm-hmm. on how the enemy uses things to turn us against each other you know in this movie i won't say the whole thing but basically this guy you know he kind of portrays the devil mm-hmm. um and he just and he took this town that was peaceful and he went and he took this town and he destroyed it mm-hmm. and it was through lies Mm-hmm. all through life everybody against each other he turned everybody against each other he whispered things in people's ear he you know all through lies and people literally like killed each other in this movie and um so if you guys just want to go check that out I think that would be yeah like, i gotta great... watch that i've never seen it but my father talks about it a lot you never no. seen it no i haven't uh, my dad told me about it i was watching i saw it and it was actually really really good it was a good movie yeah yeah so definitely, uh, go definitely gonna watch it that's mm-hmm. a good yeah people watch that um yeah but like if you know if me and bonnie weren't obedient to what the holy spirit was prompting us to do because yeah most of the time he's not gonna come down and be like janice bonnie go apologize <laughs> it's not gonna be written in the mirror you know like <laughs> if it was to- i think i'll be freaked out <laughs> oh yeah me too, right? but you have to pay attention to that that prompting in your heart like yeah you know with that small still voice you know that's how god you know talks so So you know if we weren't obedient not only we would probably still be arguing with the person or you know having Mm -hmm. that bitterness but we also would have separated ourselves from god you know we wouldn't have that strong relationship with him because we have that thing in the middle like just hanging there you know um so uh the last example that we have it's from the scripture. We're going to wrap it up soon. Yeah. Um, is the ultimate obedience is Jesus, um, how mm-hmm. Jesus was obedient to God. You know, example of it's is it the example of Jesus dying on the cross for us. That's a major um, one. Right? Do we think Jesus wanted to die? I don't think so. No. Um, no. He, he actually prayed for, for God. Right. To take and that's this what I was going to. I, I actually have mm-hmm. that scripture. Um, mm-hmm. So it's Matt. I'm going to read Matthew 26, 39 and also Philippians 2, 8. So Matthew 26, 39 says, and after, so this is when Jesus went to pray when he was just about to be um, arrested. Right. Um, he went to p- pray in the garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, and after going a little farther, he f- fell face down and prayed saying my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me mm. yet not as i will but as you will wow. so 
and, and let me read the next one and then we can talk about it. Philippians 2 8. And being found in fashion as the man as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient until death, mm. even the death of the cross. Wow. And that's just showing like Jesus was scared in his humanity, you know, be in his in his flesh. Right. He was like, you know, God, like if you want to change your mind real quick, if if this don't have to happen, you know, <laughs> let this thing pass. I don't yeah. have to go, you know, to death on the cross. If you if you figure something else out, you know, what I'm saying, let me know real quick. Figure out a deal. Bring me right back up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bring me back up to heaven. Right. But, you know, but he said it is very important. It said, you know, not as I will, but mm. as you will. Yeah. So imagine how he had to humble himself. It said it in Philippians 2 that he humbled himself and became mm-hmm. obedient. That just stood out to me. Became wow. obedient. It wasn't a natural thing. Right. No, it's not. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I was born obedient, you know. No, no he became obedient right. because he humbled himself before God the mm-hmm. Father wow. and was like, Your will be done, not mm-hmm. mine, even though I, I don't wanna do this. Right. I don't wanna do this hmm. to the point of death on the right. cross. <laughs> right. But it's it's your will, it's for your purpose. So if you want this, I'm gonna do it because you you know, you're a sovereign God, you're all knowing God, right? You know, and that's how we have to be. That's the ultimate example right there. That is So whenever you don't want to be obedient to what God is telling you. Mm. That means I, I've taken this. I'm talking to myself that you're not humbled. Mm. You're oh. not humbling yourself before the Lord, that's because so if you will humble yourself, then you can see that God knows best. He does know, best. not you. Yeah, not you. You don't know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. You don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. We think we know what we want. It's so true. And that, but God always has the best for us. Right. I've seen that example again in my life too. There's a few times where things, you know, where where God have again has, has uh, told me to do something or whatever the case, and I didn't want to do it. But then at the end, when I finally obey, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. you know what? Good thing that I did good thing thank god you know thank you because mm-hmm. this came out of it or that came out of it or whatever the case and so right. you know even even with a, a quick example even with tithing which we will mm-hmm. talk on that topic um yeah soon. but even with tithing you know um at the church that i go to now uh, i automatically tithe you know every two weeks it comes out of my bank account and trust me there are times that I you want to stop it you want to stop, stop it, from it just, for that, just for that extra money you know, just, yeah. man, you know, I could get this extra money, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so many times I've thought about that so many times. And every time it's like the Holy Spirit is like, no, you know, because that obedience, I've seen the blessings in my life just yeah. throughout, just, just different things, just different things financially, mm-hmm. um, you know, so many things, relationships, so many things. I've seen the fruit of mm-hmm. Of being obedient. Of being obedient. Mm-hmm. And last scripture before we wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29, 11, It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares mm-hmm. the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Right. Plans to give you hope and a future. So it says it right there. Right. God is not telling us to be obedient, to harm us or to, to put us in. He's not like doing it for fun. Like, oh, yeah, let me tell this to be obedient is going to put them in harm's way or it's going to be, it's not going to be beneficial right. for them. No, 
he's doing it to prosper us. So prosper is like to be prosperous, to be, you know, like to be fruitful, to, to multiply, to, to have the best. Right. Mm, right. So we can go our own way and we can, we can succeed as much as we can humanly possible succeed. Sure. But, and it would be good. It would be good, but it wouldn't be the best because the best only comes from God. He, God is the only one who can open those doors supernaturally. So when we talk about doors, he can open opportunities out of nowhere. He can, he can bring somebody out of nowhere that can hook you up with a great job or he brings favor. You know, sometimes people, God will bring favor. I've seen it in my own life too. um, Where, the person don't even know why they're doing something for you. Mm-hmm. Don't they don't even know why they're helping you. Like I, I had um my pipe like outside, like you know, for the hose, mm-hmm. it had burst. Okay. And I remember early, I remember I went to because I was by myself at that time. I was single mm-hmm. living in this house trying to fix it, you know, whatever. And I went to like one of those repair things. I don't know. Repair place. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need somebody to help me. I don't know how to do this. They were like, well, we don't make house calls, but, you know, we'll just go to check it out. I'm, I'm almost off of work. I'll, I'll go to check it out. This guy replaced the whole thing for free. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And we could say, oh, because I'm cute, right? <laughs> but. but <laughs> you didn't. You, you, no. Did you dress up that day or did you have. No, I did not Okay. No, I didn't. I had sweatpants. <laughs> I didn't brush my hair because I was like kind of like. Still like sad and stuff. Right. I had my hat on. I didn't have my hair. I had no makeup on. I look crazy. And he even said himself, "I don't even know why I'm doing this." Like, wow. like why? And I remember in my heart, I felt God say, "This is the beginning of favor." Wow, that's crazy. And I was like, "Wow!" Like this guy after work came over. He had changed up. No, and he came over. He had looked at it. Then he had to go back to get the part that mm-hmm. I needed. He wow. brought extra parts, came back, installed it. Wow. Like he was just going but you know, a- after work. And I'm like, wow, like this is crazy. So it's like God opens up doors. He opens up favor with people that, yeah. you know, you would think like, why is this person doing this for me? When we're obedient, mm. you know, we can't reach the best without yeah. God. We can go, we can reach the good. Yeah, we can. There, there we can't reach good. People without Christ who are successful. Right. Right. Financially or whatever the case. And and they'll sit there mm-hmm. and say, well, this is because of my hard work is because of mm-hmm. me. So take that away. Of course, you, you put yeah. in hard work, you're responsible, you know, all those things. But mm-hmm. it's only through God. Again, because what, like what Janice said, that God is all knowing. God is super. Mm-hmm. God is powerful. God has it all. Like God knows your future. So he can do the impossible. Yeah. In your life. And he could yeah. do you even better than what you even imagined. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And and that is only when we're obedient, though. See, yeah. it's only when we're obedient. Right. When we're disobedient, we want to go our own way. Okay, yeah, you can have money and stuff like that. But when you're obedient to whatever it is that God is telling you, right? He starts building your trust yes. in Him. Right. He starts showing you that. You know, that he's never going to let you fall, that he's always going to be there for you. So if he's telling you something, it's for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to get to the point. I mean, me and Bonnie, we've known God, you know, all our all our lives, really. I mean, we weren't following God, but we knew God all our lives. And it's still you can see it's still taking us a couple of days to, like, do it. <laughs> but I feel so like listen. these are tests, right. right? These are tests to show 
are you going to do what I'm talking about? So that later on, when he asks of us something bigger than this, to do something bigger, that we're just like, all right. That's right. Yes, Lord. Yes, your will be done, not mine. I don't understand if he's like, move over here. All right, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Packing my bags right now. I'm out of here. That's (laughs) right. You know, but we have to work our way up to that. And by working our way, we see, you know, we learn how to trust in God. We're staying in his word. We're staying in communion, prayer, all those things. So, yeah, we can have good, but we can't have the best mm. without God. Mm. And the best only comes from our obedience to what he tells us to do. Okay. So any last minute things? I mean, we're almost at an hour. but I know. No, I think we pretty much wrapped it up. You know, um, I'm <laughs> glad if you guys stood this long, 57 minutes right now, I think. <laughs> Mm -hmm. longer so again guys you know we're sorry we try to cut it short but we figure we only do this once a week um so it's kind of hard and let's do let's do a quick prayer funny yeah sure i'll i'll do it if you want okay all right yep okay just a quick prayer just you know we we try to remember to wrap up in prayer it's always really important to come together to pray Mm -hmm. um so we'll just pray about you know helping us to be obedient so Everyone who's listening, wherever you are, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But, <laughs> you know, just just pray with us. So thank you, Jesus, for bringing us here today. Thank you mm-hmm. for blessing us with another episode, um, the opportunity to reach people through your word, Lord Jesus, all around the world. And we just pray for us, uh, me and Bonnie, and we also pray for the people who are listening in, that you help us to be obedient to you, Lord. Help us to have that radical obedience that whatever you tell us to do, we're like, yes, Lord. We are all in with you because it is for your will, for your purpose, not for ours, Lord Jesus. We only see what's in front of us, but we don't see the bigger picture. We don't see what you're doing behind the scenes. So when you ask of us, Lord Jesus, to be obedient, to do something, it's for our benefit, but it's also for the benefit of others. Mm -hmm. So I just pray, God, for all of us who are having trouble with obedience having trouble with maybe trusting in you and that you continue to lead us lord in your word in prayer and just through experiences to see how you manifest through these experiences so that we can gain that trust in you so that we can be obedient to you lord we thank you uh for everything that you have done for us help us to realize right now where we're even driving or sitting or about to go to sleep or in the morning wherever we are to think about all that you have done for us Mm -hmm. every single time that you came through for us and how if we weren't obedient that we wouldn't have that closer relationship with you so we thank you lord for everybody who is listening we pray that you touch their hearts you touch their minds that you work in their lives that you protect them lord jesus and we just thank you that we're able to do this in the name of jesus amen amen Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys again for hanging on, listening in. And um, until next time, we'll see you soon. God bless.